Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would think about how we want to spread your gospel, your good news about Jesus, that we would desire to do that in our lives. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, yet indeed I am to you, for you are my seal of apostleship in the Lord. My defense to those who examine me is this. Do we not have a right to eat and drink? Do we not have a right to take along a sister as wife? Like the rest of the apostles and brothers of the Lord and Cephas? Or do only I and Barnabas not have the right to refrain from working? Whoever serves as a soldier at his own expense, who plants a vineyard and does not eat the fruit of it, who shepherds a flock and does not drink from the milk of the flock, I am not saying these things according to a human perspective, or does the law not also say these things? For in the law of Moses it is written, You must not muzzle an ox while it is threshing. It is not about oxen God is concerned, is it? Or, doubtless, does he speak for our sake? For it is written for our sake, because the one who plows ought to plow in hope, and the one who threshes ought to do so in hope of a share. If we have sown spiritual things among you, is it too great a thing if we reap material things from you? If others share this right over you, do we not do so even more? Yet, We have not made use of this right, but we endure all things in order that we may not cause any hindrance to the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who perform the holy services eat the things from the temple, and those attending to the altar have a share with the altar? In the same way, also, the Lord ordered those who proclaim the gospel to live from the gospel. But I have not made use of any of these rights. And I am not writing these things in order that it may be thus with me. For it would be better to me rather to die than for anyone to deprive me of my reason for boasting. For if I proclaim the gospel, it is not to me a reason for boasting. For necessity is imposed on me. For woe is me if I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this voluntarily, I have a reward. But if I do so unwillingly, I have been entrusted with a stewardship. What then is my reward? That when I proclaim the gospel, I may offer the gospel free of charge in order not to make full use of my right in the gospel. For although I am free from all people, I have enslaved myself to all in order that I may gain more. I have become like a Jew to the Jews in order that I may gain the Jews. To those under the law, I became as under the law, although I myself am not under the law in order that I may gain those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as outside the law, although I am not outside the law of God, but subject to the law of Christ, in order that I may gain those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, in order that I may gain the weak. I have become all things to all people, in order that by all means I may save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel, in order that I may become a participant with it. Do you not know that those who run in the stadium all run, but one receives the prize? 
run in such a way that you may win, and everyone who competes exercises self-control in all things. Thus those do so in order that they may receive a perishable crown, but we an imperishable one. Therefore I am running in this way, not as running aimlessly. I box in this way, not as beating the air, but I discipline my body and subjugate it, lest somehow, after preaching to others, I myself should become disqualified. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. At the beginning of chapter 8, Paul began answering a question from the Corinthians about eating meat sacrificed to idols. It may seem that Paul has left that subject, but he gives us clues that he has not, and we will see him wrap up that question in chapter 10. So you might call this chapter an aside, or you could say that this chapter is one big example in the discussion of eating meat sacrificed to idols. In this case, it is the example of how Paul himself lived. There may be some other reasons for Paul to use himself as an example. We see in 2 Corinthians that Paul's character was being attacked by some in Corinth. So perhaps this chapter is accomplishing two things. Paul starts out with a series of questions which are rhetorical questions. The answer is obvious. As soon as he asks the question, the answer is yes. Paul had the right to be paid a decent salary for the work he was doing. Then, Paul goes on to say that the Old Testament scriptures said the same thing. Interestingly, he applies a command about oxen to preachers. God had commanded oxen be allowed to share in the results of their labor. So, taking that principle, Paul applies it to preachers, saying that preachers should share in the results of their labors. They work on spiritual things, so they should receive physical things. He also uses the example of priests who offer sacrifices in the temple, and they get to eat part of the sacrifices. But just when we think that Paul is asking the Corinthians for money, he says he would rather die than take their money. He says that he has to preach, but if he just preaches because he has to and gets paid for it, then it's just a job. But if he does it free of charge and works a job in order to keep preaching, then the preaching is rewarding in itself. Paul says he can boast in not taking money that he would be entitled to. I don't think this is prideful boasting, but there are some people who are in it for the money and Paul can distance himself from them. Also, when people pay you to preach, they tend to think that they have some say over the preaching. So Paul is free of all that. Paul uses his freedom to serve other people. Paul says he restricts himself in various ways to relate to the people he's trying to save. He follows Jewish laws to win Jews to Jesus. He connects with Greek things with the Greeks in order to save them. We saw that in his sermon in Athens, how he quoted from Greek poets. Instead of using his rights for himself, he did whatever he could within the bounds of the law of Christ to bring others to Christ. He gave up his rights to serve others. Paul uses some sports metaphors about training for sports events like running events and boxing to talk about how he trains himself. Paul was training spiritually, not physically. But we see how people training physically do not do things the easy way. So, with Paul, training spiritually is not doing things the easy way. And now for a deeper dive. Paul clearly states in this chapter the right of those preaching the gospel, the right to be paid for their preaching. But he also states why he didn't take that money. Just about as soon as there are people who are preaching, there are people who are preaching for the money. Have you considered preaching full-time? 
money is, unfortunately, a major issue. Paul's example of not taking money is worth considering. But Paul was not married, so his expenses were low and he could devote all of his time to the effort. So people like Peter, who was married and brought his wife with him, needed to be paid. I think one key to remember in all of this is that whatever we are doing, we are working for God. And it is God who pays us. If you are receiving your paycheck from a church that you are preaching to, there is a temptation to preach only what the church wants to hear. When you understand that you are working for God, and that God is paying you through a church or some other means, then hopefully that will help in preaching what God wants to have preached. Thinking about Paul's running race metaphor, have you ever known someone who would run the race just for the cups of Gatorade along the way? Paul was not looking to get things along the way. He was focused on the crown at the end of the race. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.